Hi there, I'm Birgit O'Connor, and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting podcast. Now, today we had a really interesting conversation about using reference photos and licensing, or let's say something inspires you that someone else did or a lesson from a class. Can you claim that as your own? Well, these are all the things that we talked about, and I think that you're really going to find this informative, so I hope you join us. Now, let's have some fun. So is a photograph someone else's artistic creation? Yeah, you don't want to get involved in that. My own stock photos that I sold years ago, I had to wait 25 years before I can now paint them technically, because not realizing since I took money, since I took money for them, I had... And evidently it was a 25 year agreement. (laughs) But anyway, so it's kind of funny now that I'm a lot older, I look back and kind of laugh at that because you don't realize you sign things like that. If you paint a photograph that is very realistic or um, from either from a photographer for the child or you take a photograph of a child, if they're a minor, you need a signed release from the parent or guardian. And that came out years ago with... um, protective laws for children, for minors. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, if the person is over 18, I think it is at one time it was 21, but I think it's 18. Now they can just sign it themselves, but technically you're not supposed to walk through a children's park, take pictures of other people's kids, and then, you know, put them online and then photograph them. Mm -hmm. And that's a little scary because even if your picture doesn't look that accurate with what we're doing right now, if you put somebody's photograph up on the web on the site, and then put your painting up. But if you show the photographs so that it looks, you can identify the kid, that's an issue. Right. I looked in that a lot with Facebook because one of my daughters puts my two grandsons on. My other daughter is adamantly against it for good reasons. And my husband's a retired probation officer. So he explained the details of those reasons. Well, especially so, for kids. But then I right. don't know. You sort of you run into that problem, too, when it comes to adults. But then again, if a person's in a public setting, especially an adult, then yeah, you're it's okay. a little different. And I'm also looking at the perspectives. I'm not all Latina. She's looking at that. And um, oh, the other thing I was thinking about with the reason why you weren't able to uh, use your own photographs was, and you collected money from that. I don't necessarily think it was the organization or wherever you were submitting the painting to. I think it had to do with the copyrights of the organization that you sold. Right. It's yeah. who I sold my stock photos to. Right. So that, but there's a time a lot of stuff. So if you contact a company, let me let you know. But if it's a friend who could bring sending you pictures, I've never heard of an objection to it. If the friend actually sent you a picture, then it's a gift for you to paint from. Well, you know, like Teresa, uh, uh, where there was, let's see, what do we have? We had the, uh, in one of our, the quints, you know, the quints from our backgrounds and shadows. Teresa was with me. I contacted Teresa. We were in Calistoga. We went out driving and we saw, you know, early one morning and we saw the, um, Quince tree. We stopped there. We took pictures of the same tree and I liked her picture better than mine. And I contacted Teresa so I could get permission to do that. So I had written permission to do it first, you know, because, you know, you just need to do that. Teresa, did you know? (laughs) I'm going to sue you. Please, you could have, you have classes for life. (laughs) Good, good. I just, I think, 
I belong to some photography sites, not that I'm professional. I am not, but I, it's a hobby. And every once in a while I go, this would make a beautiful painting. And I will just say, do you mind if I paint it? Mm-hmm. Without, without exception, people have gone, oh, yeah, I just want to see it when you're through. It's a compliment to them. It's a compliment to me. And if, how would I be able to say, oh, I took that photograph and not you when we both took a picture of the very same thing? Mm-hmm. What we're all going to do is grab reference material and oh well you're saying it but we're all going to get like if you're thinking oh i'm going to go ahead and use a mountain and i'm going to use the beach here and i'm going to use that so you're you're using pieces of other things and putting it together it's not like you are copying that image that's what i would take it from i uh, it's you need to have your inspiration from somewhere we're all going to do that I mean, we're going to have reference source material, but I, I, I think that's really what they're talking about. Does anybody have a different opinion on that? Yeah, so I get an idea from it, but try and not copy it exactly. I mean, I, I understand when you're, you know, us learning from Bridget, we're, we are copying things to learn her strokes and and take how she's dealing with light and dark. And um, but but the point is, if you're entering it in a contest then you can't technically do it in detail. Put it that way, you know, know, I have no problem. I've seen my own stock photos out there from years ago painted. And I say, okay, well, maybe they got the same perspective I did on that picture. I don't know. But, you know, I try and not make a big thing of it because there's no big thing of it. I'm not that kind of an artist anyway, so it doesn't matter. But but I'm just saying most people are not that particular about it. If you're, if you're, painting something that someone else, a picture someone else has taken, try and make it your own image. Be your own artist with it. Be creative with it like Bridget does. And I think that's one of the gifts of your loose paintings. Yes. Well, I think what they're really looking for is your creativity all the way around. You know, is it, it, how are you using your artistic vision? Not that you're just taking somebody else and copying it, that you are using that artistic side. How are you translating it? Yes. The problem with photos, though, is they tend to be flat anyway. So if you don't reinterpret it, you're going to get a flat picture, basically. When I first started, I always heard that you don't use a reference photo because it's too flat, you know, and but if you work with your values, like what Mary did there, or we can have an idea where the values are and enhance them, you will get the depth. Like, let's say you have uh, something from Peru. You could take that and incorporate other images. And that's what I would go for. I was in a class once and this came up. Um, and the instructor was really strict about it. And people said, well, anything we did in class, what can we do with that? He said, nothing. You could hang it on your wall, but even then you should say, I can say that I painted it and then say after so-and-so, the person who painted it. And then the idea of photos came up and somebody said, well, as long as you change it 30%, then you're okay. And he said, people used to say that, but that's, that's not true. He said, you, you cannot use another person's photo without written permission and just don't do it. 
And so somebody said, well, what if I wanted to paint the Eiffel Tower and I've never seen the Eiffel Tower? Then you're saying I can't paint the Eiffel Tower? And he said, yes, that's right. No. If you want to hang it on your on your wall, it's okay. But if you try to sell it or something and it's not your photo, it's illegal. I call BS on that. There are some laws that pertain to each countries, and some countries do copyright their buildings. I don't know about the, the Eiffel Tower, but I know that um, the, the laws are complicated, and, and strictly you can find that you are not allowed to photograph certain buildings. That's, ah. that's for sure. I read, I read that. Now, it's, it gets very complicated, for sure. Right. But we know we're talking about commercial, a lot of commercial stuff as well. Right. Just like if you're going to put it on a product and you're going to um, make money off that particular product. Yeah. And if, if, yeah. And if you want to put the Eiffel Tower in your painting, who is going to say anything? I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to chase you down. No. (laughs) (laughs) What What I was told was that if it's recognizable, even if it's somebody else's sculpture or photo or anything, then that, yeah, that's a copyright infringement if you're going to try to make money off of it. And a lot of these, you know, art contests give prizes. So, well, especially if it's an exact replication of that. So, like I've mentioned this before about how there was a gentleman out here in West Moran and he took a picture of two people and a lot of puppies. And it was here in the paper. And then somebody back in New York saw that and they made a sculpture out of that and sold it for, I mean, I think like $100,000. It was an insane amount of money. And then there came the lawsuit because he used the a reference photo, but he didn't ask for permission at all. And he was selling it commercially in a gallery. I just sat in on a uh, a uh, Zoom thing on Jules Tabner, who was a French Californian artist. And uh, he did a spoof. So how about a parody? He did a parody of another person's romance painting, but he put frogs in the exact same position as the other painting. Hmm. I think, you know, that was for sale. I mean, but but it was clearly a parody. It's like, we watched this horrible cartoon called Rubber Chicken. They start every episode by saying things done in a paradox, you know, they can't be sued because they're obviously parodying people. And where do you find this interesting cartoon? <laughs> well, there's a lot of information there, you know, a lot of things to keep in mind. So bottom line, you know, when for most of our needs, we, uh, you know, we're just going to paint what we like. I know that I, I am not comfortable using another artist's uh, reference photo. Usually, you know, I, I, I'm thinking I'm just not comfortable doing it at all. But uh, when I say something like that, I also want to, like, I'm sure that I'm doing it somewhere or may have done it in the past, Uh, you know, maybe for a lesson, I might use something that, that can convey what I want there, you know, so I can't say that 150%, but you know, I will, I will not do that. If I'm entering into a show, I will use my own check the prospectus. I mean, it's really an interesting conversation that we're having here. Well, I really struck a nerve, huh? Oh, thanks, Mary. (laughs) I know. Bottom line, you did a really gorgeous job. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot. 
Well, so, so here's another thing. So let's say for that image that you did, and um, maybe you can't enter that into a show. You know, maybe the prospectus says you can't do that, but you did contact the company. And if they write you back and if they give you permission to do that, it you, maybe you decide you want to license that image. And even if they say, yes, go ahead and do it, maybe send them $35 or something, maybe sometimes even a bit more if you have some intention of where you want to uh, sell that work. Maybe you decided you're going to take that image and put it on a poster, you know? So do you see what I'm saying? Is that you yeah. can license and I, I don't, I'm not a professional. I don't sell anything. And this is not a funny thing. So there, there we have it. I think that it's a gorgeous painting. You could turn it into a poster. You could sell it online. If you get the permission, license it and do that. I think how do you something else. Oh, how do you? uh, uh, So first of all, finish that, Mary. I think I'll paint something else. I think it's gorgeous. (laughs) I love your vision. And I get excited about that. I would consider doing that. Otherwise, I'll contact the company, I'll license it, and then I'll sell the design. <laughs> <laughs> and you can send me $35. I'll send you $35 for the inspiration. So um, so how do you license it? So basically, Teresa, like for the one with that quince, when I contacted you, because I did have ones that were very similar, but I liked yours better. Uh, I I don't remember if I sent a, either either how I because it's I, I have that letter written downstairs in a file, but basically I wanted to compensate you. I feel better compensating whether or not it's going to be thirty five bucks, or if you asked for something else, or if you said no, or I gave you a free class at the time to compensate somehow. You know, so there's some exchange. I feel better in that. So. So how do you license, what are you saying when you license something? How do you go about? Well, you just basically, uh, I like what you have here and I'd like to license it. If you, if you are the person that likes an image, I really like your image. I'd really like to paint it. I'd like to, or maybe you want to put it on products. I'd like to license it because I want to create it as a lesson or I want to license it to be able to put on a painting and sell it. Then uh, do I have? Can I have your permission to do that, or would you be so um, inclined to grant me your permission? And may I, or may I pay you um, thirty-five dollars for this, or can I pay you thirty-five dollars to license this? It all comes so into- by license. You mean you you mean a written permission or something like that? You don't mean like a how. Like a copyright or right. Well, right. It's uh, not legal procedure, correct? It's oh, you don't have to go through. Can I jump in? Can I yeah. jump in yeah. on this? Okay. So, um, I I want to use your painting, Birgit, for a cover of a book. So let's just make it very. I want to do it once. I want to make it for a cover of this book. So I am going to license the right to use that image on the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. And in return, um, I give her either a flat dollar fee, and that's 
right will be for every reprint, let's say. So it defines the scope of what I'm going to use that image for. If I decide as a someone who's using that image that I want to start putting them on t-shirts and coffee mugs, that's outside the scope of the licensing agreement. Hmm. So, um, so if I was going to use the, let's say I was going to use it on the cover of the book, I would pay her 250 or 500 or a thousand dollars or whatever it was. And I can do that. But if I want to come back and do that image um, again, then that's a new licensing agreement. And ordinarily for a licensing agreement for merchandising, you'll get a percent of the net sales receipt. Same thing for an author. Um, But the, um, I think the thing you you should be aware of for those people who are concerned about this, um, the prospectus from a show is for the protection of the show, not your protection. Um, And the protection, whatever a show is requiring of an artist who submits has nothing to do with the copyright law necessarily. The copyright law would supersede it. So let's say Mary um, has a recognizable reproduction of someone's photo from or piece of art of photography or digital art or something from an Instagram that renders it a derivative work and makes it, um, you know, something great to hang on your wall. It's really beautiful, Mary. I was really impressed. Um, But it is still a derivative work and a violation of the copyright. Mm. Undoubtedly. Now to go back to the Eiffel Tower and even children photographing in public places. Um, the Eiffel Tower is um, in a public place and you can take a photograph of it. Now, the question of whether you can make money from it, you can put it on T-shirts or coffee cups, is de- is dependent on, A, if it's in the public domain, um, which is, and copyright laws, there's some consistency throughout the, throughout international. There are international copyright laws that most countries abide by. So there might be some countries that have stricter ones, um, but for the most part, most countries have similar, because let's face it, it's a global economy now. Um, things that are in the public domain are usually over 75 years old, although um, some estates can reapply for copyright. So you can probably take a picture of the Eiffel Tower and paint it. <laughs> you can probably put it in the background of your photograph or of your painting and paint it, that's fine. But what Mary has done would be considered a derivative work. And and now if they give you, you know, they might be thrilled with your painting and want to buy it. Um, But for sure, whoever the art director is who decided to put that fabric in front, I didn't think it was a fabric. I thought it was a sculpture. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, Whoever put that together like that, there's the copyright of whoever put the fabric. And then there's the copyright of the person who designed the fabric. And, you know, so it's layer on layer on layer. So I'm with Birgit. I I never submit anything to um, to a show that isn't my own photography. And they usually want just recognition. You know, they want recognition mostly. Attribution, yeah, absolutely. Yes, not necessarily about the money. I mean, I've been I've had my own issues, and uh, that no part of it is fun. It's gut wrenching. It's time consuming, and uh, you know. Like, uh, well, I think it can be deliberate, you know, I mean, now we are posting things electronically and I worry about that a little bit about this 
barriers there are for someone to just take down. I, I don't think my artwork is so wonderful that anybody would want to steal it, but um, you certainly do. <laughs> you certainly have iconic images that are work, have a lot of value. So, um, you well, know, you I do to- actually, I think about that. Like I've, you know, I mean, I think about some of my earlier work, which is iconic, you know, in many ways. I mean, I wouldn't have thought about it that way, but it has been out there. And I have had companies where they have taken the images and they've um, turned them into needlepoint and done, done on other things. And just, you know, definitely not here, but in other countries. And I have had somebody when I first started out with the DVDs, uh, before we even got to this, you know, uh, online stuff, and I was just trying to make that leap onto online teaching. I didn't know how to even go about doing it. But then uh, he wanted to uh, use some of my images or not images, DVDs, and um, posted them to just a couple. And then I asked him to stop and he wouldn't stop. And then I got my publishing company. They did a cease and desist to him. He wouldn't stop. And then I tried to contact some of the people that he was working with, just saying, like, can we please stop? How does this how do we stop this? And I said, um, I, I said, oh, you know, he, he uh, like, I called him a shark. <laughs> now some people like that, right? You know, some people find that as a compliment. Well, he took that, that I was uh, being, uh, you know, defamating his uh, a character and wouldn't stop. And then he decided he was going to sue me. And there's that gut-wrenching part. I won, but I had to get an attorney because he didn't count on me, the artist. You know, we don't want to deal with that, you know? So that's what he was counting on. And um, was, uh, you know, just, just, we don't need that. We don't need the additional stress in our lives. We just want to be creative, you know? When you were explaining earlier and you said something about like, give me $35, that was the example, $35. I got to thinking way back in the late 80s, I was in a little outdoor art show. We've probably a lot of us been in those little neighborhood things. And this man came by and he liked one of my paintings and he said he would like to buy that like for not that one, wanted me to paint one like it for $200. And I was real flattered because he worked for a Christian art company. And so he said he wanted to make 200 prints of it. And he wanted me to sign those 200 prints. And at the time I was just, I was just so flattered, you know, that's the far as it went. Well, then later someone said, I saw uh, a coffee cup done by you. And the, she went to this retail place. It was called Master Something. I don't know. It's a Christian store. And I said, a coffee cup you did? And I, I went to see it. Well, okay. So all these coffee cups and stuff. So I just called him. And I, I just asked. I said, I thought you were just going to do those, sell those 200 prints that I signed. He said, I own the image, mm. so I can do what I want. So that was the end of it. 
I thought, oh, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. But it was in a catalog. I later saw he offered it in a catalog. It was on dishes and in little bitty framed prints and large framed prints. And I thought, well, he could just, I guess he paid me $200 so he could just do it everywhere. But did you sign anything? Yeah, you. it would depend upon the contract you signed. Did you sign a contract? It was back in the 80s. I can't remember. Like I said, I was just so flattered. I was so flattered that they wanted my little painting. And it was just magnolias and whatever, you know, ribbons and whatever. Anyway, I just didn't realize that they were going to put it on coffee cups. And, you well, know, it's he, a he could, he could have bought all rights. He could have bought all rights. Okay, so you're talking about the 80s. I'm thinking late, late eighties. Okay. So around 1993, around there, or probably 1989, somewhere in there, that time, same time frame. Okay. I was, I was just understanding watercolor, starting to get it. I was painting little tiny brushstrokes. I did this uh, winery. In fact, I have a, a copy of one that I did here because I really liked it. I was so proud of it. You know, it was just, it was my favorite. It was, uh, of one of my favorite wineries. Oh, well, I have one. It was pretty. It was a beautiful garden. And um, I was so proud of it. Uh, it was so special, just like you, Teresa. Mm-hmm. And I go up there and I showed them the painting. They wanted to buy it. And I, I I didn't even go to sell it to them. I just wanted them to see it. You know, I was so excited that I actually did a painting that I liked. And I was just excited, you know. And so once they paid $800 for it, and then just as soon as they wrote that check, they said, now we own all the copyrights. Yeah. I said, no, you do not own the copyrights. And then it, it took this thing that I was so thrilled with and so happy and so pleased with. I ended up um, having uh, writing something and saying they cannot use that, but they have my permission to use that image for cards where they gave away as promotional materials, not where they were making money off that. But I was so, it just tainted how I felt about it. And the other thing I'll add, and I'll hopefully come back to this, is I'm so disappointed how many people want to take advantage of artists. Velda. Oh, I would. Same thing. Years ago, we didn't have digital cameras and stuff. We didn't have, we we didn't think about keeping a lot of documentation. I don't even have half my work photographed. I, you know, once it was gone, it was gone. That's how I felt about it then. And then later, things had bounced back and you get soured in different ways. I was an illustrator for Single Life and I would sell each um, design separately, okay? And then, so you're right, Anita, I had to sign something each time, basically. And then they would take it into their design department and alter it for publication. And that was great. But then all of a sudden I found, you know, you you move from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s. And all of a sudden you're seeing things that, wait a minute, I drew that and I didn't sell those, you know. And um, because they would, the ones I, I would submit several and then they would buy some of them. Okay, but the others I owned, they were mine. I never signed anything that everything they looked at, they they owned. And so I guess kind of soured. So I don't put much online at all. Mm -hmm. I just, for me, Bridget knows that. (laughs) Well, right. And, you know, like um, that was another reason why I 
usually when I would travel and do my uh, in-person workshops, I would have the same basic design or a few of them. I had a pool that I would uh, pull from and we, because you're learning the technique, it's not that I'm trying to teach you how to do that particular painting and then you go off and make a gazillion dollars off it, you know, or market it. And I have had my work license before and my work, the earlier, more abstracted work is not necessarily, it's not cute. It's not puppies. It's not kitties. You know, that is what uh, sells as far as a product goes. And a company contacted me a long time ago where they wanted me to uh, do some designs for them. And I was thrilled again. And that was before we had all the computers and all this. And I had to go, they wanted it within certain specs and margins and all. And that was a freaking nightmare. And that's another reason why I don't like commissions. You know, they wanted certain borders. They wanted it to fit within the size and then they owned it. And I, I lost my love for it when that happened. I don't like that. Me too. Yeah. So, and then, uh, does anybody else have to anything to add to this conversation? Because this is incredible because I think that we will all benefit. And I like to listen to it when I'm driving. You know? um, enjoying winter. We've got snow and we've got cold. So yeah, my favorite time of the year is here. It might change yeah. my mind to not being my favorite time of the year anymore though. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm wondering, I'm thinking, I wonder if everybody agrees with you. <laughs> oh, I was going to try. You don't like winter? Teresa? Oh, not when we get two feet in two, in two days, you know. Yeah. And yeah. We got to get the tractor out and we have to plow a mile yeah. to the mailbox. No. <laughs> that was pretty and now I'm ready to get out in the garden. So, okay. Okay. come on spring. If you've got pictures of snow, because I would like to, I think that'd be fun. I'd like to have maybe, like I thought about this earlier too, about um, like maybe having for a demonstration, I would pick whatever resonates with me. And then I think it's also fascinating if we had a grouping of those or we could always, this actually might be a lot of fun too, you know, that if you, if we have your reference photos and then I could put them in a group. I don't know how that would work because we were talking about the copyright issue, but if it was on the Flickr thing, it's just easier to access. I may not do that for this. And then um, it'd be fun to see what people come up with. I would. I would. Those are just the um, percolating thoughts. Like you have an amazing photographs and everything that you do, you know, so just take, take things that strike your fancy, you know, and then we'll take a look at them. And, um, and I, I, the reference photo group is a good spot to put it. You could also post them in the general group also, if you'd like. Just want to make sure everybody understands. We have two photo groups. One is members only reference photos, and that's only people from our group here. And then there's what you just call the general student reference photo section two different groups this is gorgeous too i love this well how do you feel about that are you okay with with this if we if we use this as a lesson yes if i put things on the members only reference photo site then that is implied permission to use it 
you know, not only members, I might, well, because if I do something and take the time to do that, I might turn it into a lesson that gets incorporated. We do have that one that goes, let's ha- let it snow, I think, or painting snow. So it gets incorporated into a lesson in there. That's fine. Okay. I have no problem with that. Okay. So I, I'll send you an email if you want me to. I know. Well, we, we have lots of witnesses here. If you, if you get that far. <laughs> So there's a lot of things we could do. We've got, you've got some great ones in here and this is gorgeous too. This would be more simple for people to do. Now that was a lot of really good information that we covered. And I hope that you found this helpful. And if you're interested in joining our conversation or some of my online courses, just go to beergetoconnor.com online courses. And I'll also provide a link in the show notes. And if you have ideas for subject matters that you would like us to cover here, let us know. So until next time, have fun and happy painting.